Join David and Ross as they become discombobulated in Dorset. From pixies to poltergeists, witches to woodrows, hear them explore the legends, folklore, and outright weirdness of their homes county. This it's is Dark Dorset. The podcast of weird horses. What are you drinking then, Rossi? All right, so, well, I'm actually drinking. I'm just finishing off a bit of um, neck oil. But the local drink I've got is some Hattie Browns. Yeah, which, I like it. Because um, Copper Strip Brewery and Bottle Shop, which is um, often mentioned on our podcast, has a huge range of these, and they all the labels look amazing. And so I bought my dad yeah. a whole... A whole like 12 bottles or different bottles. They're so, lovely labels, aren't they? Yeah. All in brown. Yeah. So the, I got the Crow Black. Brewed in Swanage within sight of the sea, Crow Black is a classic robust dark porter-style beer made with hops, malted barley, yeast, and wheat. All the things which are probably going to give me the shits. Uh, <laughs> today's episode is 5.1%. Let me have a look. It smelled bad when I, I first opened it. The smell of toffee, roasted nuts. Yeah, roasted nuts. Well, <laughs> it's these what? It's these tight trousers. Yeah, uh-huh. you will never get to the bottom of that. Five point one thick treacly stuff. You won't like that. I like it. I You'll do never, like. You... I do like porter. <laughs> Neck it, down it, gone. Gal porter. <laughs> Was gal porter? So I'm getting. She's me- looked like lollipop. She had, she, a, she had a bum a big head put up the onto the um, House of the Parliament, didn't she? Girl Did she? Yeah, that had a projection of... Then I was I was trying to think, but then I always get mixed up with Janet Street Porter. <laughs> I don't think anyone would want that done with her bum. So what you got, David? I, I believe that you actually went out and got some. Well, I did. I've, I've lost the window you were in. Um, I tried to. I despair of wearing like the oh, two tiny supermarkets didn't have any local beers in so i went to the pub <laughs> <laughs> and i've had a bad day so i did actually have a have a pint yeah. and i had a sneaking suspicion that they might sell this uh, and they do so i have a hawkstone session beer Ooh. session lager <laughs> which is four percent and it's um hawkstone I'm going to write it down on my bit of paper. Oh, so why? So I can link to it on our Twitter. It's, um, what's his face's beer? Jeremy Clarkson. Is it? Oh, dear. Yeah, from his, yeah I know. I know. So I, I, already I think I'm not going to like it. Mm-hmm. God, it's it's got, it, it smells of opinions. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, yeah. Mm, it's like that. It's, uh, where's his farm? Is it Gloucestershire? I don't, I don't know. know. Cotswolds. So not local at all. So, uh, no, but I bought it locally. Okay. While da- downing a pint of something else that was local. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what was your so local, I did, I, what was the local beer you drank at the local pub for local people? Uh, uh <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't that local. Mm-hmm. It actually, no, I, I lied. It wasn't that local. It was a. I don't um, think David likes Darset. He hates Darset. It, it was, it was Buckham. Buckham. Oh. Yes, we've had Buckham but, before, but it wasn't it wasn't one of the Buckhams we've had before. It was a new 
special release limited Ooh, edition I love, thing. I love a special release but come <laughs> yes. okay well welcome oh we haven't, we haven't tra- done that bit we haven't done our we traditional um, hi I'm <laughs> Ross <laughs> our <laughs> traditional balls up yeah. I'm Ross <laughs> in Dorchester and I'm David in Wareham where they don't sell any local beer yeah. and this episode we are talking about the pirate's graveyard of church ope Cove. Is that how you say it? Yes, Ope we are. or Opie? Ope. It's not Opie. Opie. That's okay. stupid church Ope. Like Hope without an H. Oh. So That's it, how I'd go with it. Yeah. But you're the local boy, aren't you? You're... More local to Portland, I imagine. Yeah. I uh, used to work on Portland, didn't I? By so... looks and by bloodline. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> burping away here. So, um, we so, went... yes, we did. Go on. Go on. You do the talking. That's all right. Um, That's how it worked. No? Oh, gosh. What? Was that a little dig at my... No, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, you've done the research on this one because you bought the book from the museum. I did, but I can't fucking find it. (laughs) You went in the museum for free with all your kids (laughs) and and all the girls and you had to pay to get in and they all stormed through. Yeah. And you bought a book with my money. Did I? Yeah. Oh, thank you. I didn't realise that. <laughs> that's right. That's your that's your birthday present. Okay. Well, two quid, well spent, and you've just thrown it away. I haven't thrown it away. It's on my. It's on the dark. It's in the dark Darset library, which is now. <laughs> is um, that open to the public? <laughs> no. Uh, well, you can you can you can apply to the website <laughs> and book book some time on it, but um, I can't find the book. Uh, it was only a pamphlet, wasn't it? But okay, yeah. So so essentially. Yeah. Portland. Well, let's explain what Portland is first. Portland. Oh, that's going to take an, an age. Portland so, is is Dorset's other isle. Yeah, it's like a little island hanging off of the the bottom of Weymouth, essentially, isn't it? Connected uh, by Chesil Beach. Yeah. Is it? So is that an island? Then, if it's got a connection, you have to no. go over a bridge at some point. Oh, is that part you... coming through on the? On the no. <laughs> okay. You only go over a bridge because that's the road. You could walk. Could you? Yeah, you can walk it all along the along the beach. Mm. Oh. Yeah. So it's not really an island then. It's just like a like a Klingon. <laughs> it's a, a cling. It is. A clinger. It is, and it's it's very famous for um, Portland Stone. Portland Stone in the quarries, or the the Portland Stone that is um, beautifully bright and fine textured and weathers so well. And a lot of London is made out of Portland Stone. Mm. It's also famous for um, being quite unwelcoming. <laughs> is that is that fair to say? Well, having said that, when we kayaked when we kayaked the Dorset coast and we pulled up on Portland, um, a very scary looking chap, full of tattoos and uh, biker jackets and like, shared his flask of tea with us. And he was really lovely. So maybe they're not as unwelcome as he used to be. Mm. Uh, it's also famous because you're not allowed to say the word rabbit. Yep. So, apology if you're listening to this on the island. So, yeah, I think it's because of um, because it's a, a famous quarry uh, quarry area. Like David said, um, famous for its stone, and it says uh, that St Paul's Cathedral and the United Nations headquarters have been made from Portland stone. Um, and I always, I always think to myself that stone has been taken taken off of that island for like hundreds of years. And how much bigger was it? 
because it's just always <laughs> like you can't just keep taking it out of it. Um, yeah. So, but when they they're digging all this all the um the stone out of there, um, rabbits can uh, burrow in there and make it unstable and. Um, yeah, and they're meant to be bad luck. And if the quarryman saw a rabbit in their quarry, they'd go home for the rest of the day. Yeah, which is quite nice. I quite like that. I I take a rabbit with me and just let it loose. And yeah, go we're, home. we're not talking. Well, we talking about the um the sex toy rabbit or the um or the uh, the furry kind of rabbit. The underground mutton. Underground mutton. Yeah. So not allowed to say um rabbit on there. Um, you when can say they, bunny. You can say bunny instead. When they did the curse of the were rabbit, they they did um. Uh, came out. They did a um, a special ed- version of the poster on the billboards on on Portland. They did um, the word rabbit on. When I went, I saw Mark Steele came there for part of the um, uh, BBC uh, Radio Four show he does, where he, he goes to different um, s- strange parts of the UK. And, he, and at the end, he uh, he played the Chas and Dave uh, special, <laughs> uh, and um, everyone started booing him, throwing and someone threw a coin at him and hit him on the head. Ah, yeah. So, uh, Excellent. Well, they, the other, the um, the other thing it's slightly less famous for is the mer chicken. Oh, have you heard about this? No. This is a half chicken, half bearded man, woman creature. Right. That um, I think it's when sailors have been sea for a long time. They start fantasizing about different things to eat, <laughs> yeah. and this this big chicken appears on the sea, giant sized chicken, right, standing on the sea, and it um crows like a cockerel four times i think and then it disappears <laughs> so yeah and that and that's the end of that yeah. so yeah so, but if that's what people imagine after being out of sea for a long time why is it famous why do they see it on on portland because they're coming back to portland after they've been maybe they're coming back into weymouth harbour well they're just desperate because i think they only recently had a supermarket put, put on there so <laughs> maybe they they're just hoping that kfc will be in, in... maybe it's just a local bearded man slash <laughs> In a chicken costume, and there's the uh, viasta, which is um, a cross between a seahorse and a fish. Okay, seahorses are quite fishy anyway. Well, yeah, seahorses are fish, aren't they? That's kind of a monster that was meant to um, live in the waters around there, so people didn't like to go bathing off Chesil Beach because uh-huh. of this monster. And it was first seen in 1457. Yeah, uh, and then it hadn't been seen for 500 years or more <laughs> recently, and it was then it. It reappeared in 1995. Wow. Yeah. So we should go looking for that. Yeah, definitely. You're not a sea fisherman, though, do you? It's it's as if someone read about it. Yeah. And then saw it it. just in time for a podcast. Yeah. So apparently, um, according to Wikipedia, Portland is a tide island, an island that is connected to the mainland or another island by a tombolo, a spit or beach Uh, connected to land over both ends. I guess the spit of the pebbles, the Chesil Beach thing, mm-hmm. maybe it's because it's not permanent, because it moves around in the tide. Mm-hmm. The, the storms move the whole bank, don't they? Yeah. Um, maybe that's not classed as land. It's this Tombolo. Yeah. So, so we've, I think uh, I knew someone called Tombolo once. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a nice... it's very popular at Fates. So the Isle of Portland in England is also described as a Thailander, but geographers now believe that Chesil Beach, which connects the island to the mainland, is a barrier beach that has moved eastward rather than a tombolo, which would have been formed by the effect of the island or waves. Mm. So, oh. yeah, there we go. So you lured me to Portland, didn't you? Yes. Like like a big mare chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, you lured me there saying, David... 
come and see the pirate graves. Mm. And I've heard about the pirate graves for many years, mm. several years, um, because they're quite well hidden. Mm. And um, it's always popular with kind of kids. And I was going to take my niece and nephew to um, try and find the pirate graves yeah. of Portland. Um, it is it is lovely down there. Yes. Uh, we went on a really sunny day. Yeah. Or a, a group of us went, which was quite good. But at the top, you kind of spoiled it for me oh, by saying the graves aren't real pirate graves. They're just <laughs> graves. And I totally lost interest now and then. And I'm going to take my headphones off now and walk away. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but would you rather I told you afterwards or, or before? Oh. Well, the fact that you've known this for many, many years, yeah. rather than just, you know, if we got if we got down to the graveyard, we we found it, and you're reading this pamphlet that I generously bought you. Yeah, and then I lost, um, and then said, "Oh, look, do you know what? They're not they're not actually graves of real pirates." I'd have been disappointed, yeah, but I wouldn't have felt betrayed <laughs> and lied to. No, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> well, we're still, you know, what it's called the pirates' graveyard. It is, yeah. it is, isn't it? So yeah. we parked up uh, on a very busy lane and walked down quite a steep hill. Starts off as a little lane, goes past the museum, and then it was lots and lots of steps. It goes past a, car- uh, a potentially Norman castle, um, which is slightly ruined. You can't actually get into it, but you have to go through like a a very nice sort of like ruined archway to get down. Then then a very very steep um, yeah. hill you have to go down. Um, yeah, you're steps. walking down the kind of cliff face, aren't you? Yeah, and to put a kind of stair, step, step case, staircase mm. in that, and then when you're about two thirds of the way down, there's a tiny little turning off mm. to the right as the main path veers hard left. Mm. Uh, I don't, I can't remember if it was signposted, uh, but you and there's, and there's kind of like ropes and stuff, isn't there, to sort of help get you, get you mm. through there, um, and, and that that leads you into a ruined church. Um, so I got to try and remember what the, the, the pamphlet said about it, but I believe that it was a uh, sort of Norman era church that was, it was built on the uh, on the site of like some kind of temple, a, a, a previous temple as well, from sort of olden time. I wish I had that bit of blood. That <laughs> I think the graveyard, I think, dates from 1475. Yes. But, but it, was, um, it was built in the ruins of a larger place that was there before. And yes. It was... Um, smashed to bits when uh, the French and Danish came to raid yeah. Portland at different times. Yeah, so um, I think it, there were some um, monks which were there at some point, and then they, it was a case of that. Yeah, it just kept getting raided, so they just in the end they just left it there as a ruin. Looking online, there's actually something we missed. There's actual tunnel stroke catacombs underneath it as well, uh-huh. which you can get into. It's, they're not particularly big or particularly interesting but um <laughs> i think that would have been quite cool to go go in there um, we, have, we could have sent the kids in at least yeah well when you look at it it, it seems to be held up by jenga-esque pillars which uh. are perfect for children to knock over and, and get trapped in there so <laughs> i don't even if we did know they were there and we found them i don't think i would have gone in it, it does look a little bit precarious there are some very atmospheric and quite er- uh, eroded away 11th, 11th, 12th century gravestones still there. Yes, yes. And it's quite, there is some, you can see some of the walls of the old um, church, but mm-hmm. they're not very high. And on the back of the grave yard, there's um, kind of trees and more of the cliff goes up. Mm-hmm. On the front of the 
site that it kind of just goes straight down to the sea. So you get this beautiful vista over the sea, don't you? Mm-hmm. And then and Church um, Oak Cove, which is yeah, which is the um, area where it's near. And then there's probably what ten, fifteen gravestones, yeah, just littered around sparsely. They're all different shapes and sizes. They've all got ivy growing over mm. them. But there's this one big tomb that stands. I think it's called stands. it's called a, ta- a table tomb, isn't it? I think it's believed. That's, yeah, yeah. But on them, some of these they do have carvings of skull and crossbones, which is where the the legend of these being uh, pirates' graveyards comes from. But apparently, that was just the fashion of that time. Yeah. In the, the 16th, 17th century, it was the um, the skull and crossbones was a symbol just of mortality. Mm-hmm. And that's why the pirates picked it up and used it because they previously they just had a red flag, Le Jolly Rouge, ah, yes. which became kind of the Jolly Roger. Um, and they took this symbol of mortality that they would unfurl as, as they got close to ships they were going to board. And um, Yes, I've done some research into the Jolly, Ro- Jolly Roger as well. <laughs> So well, they kind of show. Yeah. So there's um. So apparently, pirates used to use two flags. So okay. So if the um first they would put up the the red flag, which was the um. That was to me, and then there's a to you flag. Yeah. So the so the red one was like basically saying, "We're pirates. We're going to come and board you. Surrender now, and we won't hurt you." So that was the okay. red flag, um, which was the Jolly Rouge, which is yeah. um, which means something like the the happy red or something. Um, and if they didn't um, uh, capitulate at that point, then they would raise the black flag, which is like, oh. right, we warned you. Now we're kind of we're we're going to board you and we're going to kill you. And then over time, the that, that black flag started to become embellished with things like um, skulls and crossbones and cutlasses and, and all that kind of stuff to start to establish the fact that you were. Um, which pirates you were and to strike more terror into them. I think they should use those as sort of the yellow and red card on football matches. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the um, the actual real blood on the on the. Card. <laughs> um, yeah. Apparently, the uh, pirateering was uh was kind of legal as well. So you could be like a, a an independent pirate who would just like rob anyone, or if you're a pirateer, that would be like um, if you was a, a, a an English pirateer, you would then be able to you would be allowed to go and um raid french or spanish boats uh-huh. so, um and then you would have a special version of the um the british flag with a a, a symbol in the middle to say that you're a almost like an official pirate yeah um excellent so yeah it was it was a very nice place it was very atmospheric mm. um ruined slightly by the fact that there's no pirates in those tombs or graves just well to do people who lived centuries ago. Yeah. And I think they were like, most of them are ladies as well, aren't they? Because I think it was, if you're looking at the same website as I was. <laughs> <laughs> How very dare you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they went through and they were saying that they were, one is for Ju- uh, Julian, the wife of Robert Barrett, who died on May, uh, in May, 1691. And another one is for someone called John Ailes. Um, mm. So these are all the, the, so they said they don't particularly sound like pirates. Um, no. We took some photos, didn't we, when we were there? Yeah. We should put those up. Yes, I, and I will put up the um, the, uh, the the pub stuff up soon as well, I know, on our last one. Um, but then you can you can carry on. So it was also slightly ruined by the fact we had our, ch- our children with me, and there, it was a lovely sunny day, and people were walking. There was lots of rock climbers there as well, weren't there? It was a kind of, everyone was yeah. carrying down 
mattresses so they could do a bit <laughs> of bouldering and, and fall off onto there. So it looked like it was a very popular site for people to do rock climbing. Um, yeah, and then we walked all the way down to a very, very hot beach and um, had a couple of beers at the bottom down there. And walked up again. Yeah. No, it also seemed to be quite popular for spearfishing because there was a guy. <laughs> it's quite popular because there was one guy yeah. spearfishing. <laughs> it was popular for that man. It's more popular, popular than any other beach I've been to for, spe- for spearfishing okay. because I've never okay. seen anyone else spearfishing anywhere else. Maybe you've not been at the right times. No. I, um, I found some TripAdvisor uh, reviews oh, okay. of the Pirate Graveyard. Oh, to, yeah. Do you want to hear my three favourite ones? Yeah. Okay, so uh, this one says, a quiet, peaceful spot with great views of the coves below. Gravestones with what we thought were pirate graves, but they are not. <laughs> Four stars. <laughs> <laughs> Easily pleased. Easily pleased. Yeah. Uh, this, this, one, uh, this one is three stars. Decent view at the end of a steep walk down a wood from the church ruins. Free, would not recommend. Oh, <laughs> still got three stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this one, this is my favourite. We found these ruins by accident when looking for Church Oak Cove. It was interesting for about 10 seconds before we moved on. <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess if you like ruins, you will enjoy it. But if, like me, you prefer to see your buildings whole, you will shrug your shoulders and move on. Two stars. Arsehole. <laughs> Why would you bother seeking out TripAdvisor to give give us such a snotty review? I think some people are just too full of their own self importance. And says someone who's who's um, got his own podcast and likes yeah. other people to listen to what, his own opinions and listen to his voice. Um, apparently, um, Church Ope is also the first recorded Viking attack on the British Isles was at Church Ope in seven uh, seven. 89 AD. So wow. that's quite interesting. Um, recorded one. Mm-hmm. But um, apparently, because um, it was an area where people used to have like pleasure boats used to come up there and they, they used to like uh, get like a steamer boat, I imagine from the, Weymouth. And, and the, would, the Vikings didn't get Not, the, not the Vikings. Like... So this is like a couple of hundred years later on. Um, but okay. it, it, it was a popular beach for yeah, people to go to. I think the one thing is that people might not understand is that the coast of Portland is very, very cliffy. Yeah. Isn't it? It's, it's just high cliffs. It's very inaccessible. If you're, if you're kiking round or boating round or whatever, there's not many landing places and the, no. the tides are quite extreme because it sticks out right into the channel. Um, so it, yeah, you have to get it right. And Church Oak Cove is one of the only bits of paving sort of areas. Beach. Yeah. yeah. Pebbly yeah. beach. Um, it's one of the only landing places all around. Yeah, so you, you, you've you've um, canoed up onto that kayak, sorry. Yeah, kayak, I have. Kayak <laughs> <up> <laughs> Was I glaring at you? Well, you know, it's all the same fucking thing, isn't it? Kayaks, canoes, pedlos, all the same thing. <laughs> well, we did see some um, kayakers when we were there, didn't we? We did. We're coming up we did. There. there was a club paddle or something, they all stopped for lunch, sat out and Enjoyed the sun in uh, different levels of neoprene. <laughs> um, apparently, there was also um, a history of smugglers using that area as well. So maybe that might might have also added to the uh, to the um, the pirate myths of that of that area. Yes, because um, it's quite inaccessible from land as well. There's got mm. to be a tunnel or two, hasn't there? You'd imagine all the contraband going up and disappearing quite quickly. Yeah, it's very steep though. We were saying if the smugglers were coming in there, and it's got 
modern um, steps being put in. And even then, it was a bit of a slog. Even for us, because we're in the peak of our <laughs> fitness. And but on my, my young children just hated it as well. Moaned <laughs> all the way up. They should leave reports on, yeah. on TripAdvisor. Yeah, taken here from my dad to see. <laughs> Too many steps. Yeah, one of them thought they, heard, thought they heard a pirate ghost. So, you know. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. What did, it, what did it say? Yo-ho-ho ho, or something like that. No, they thought they heard some, they heard, <laughs> they heard some whispering um, ah. by the graves. Apparently there was a minefield there as well because um, it was seen as uh, a potential sort of landing area during the, in the war. So there was, there's pillboxes there as well and uh, a minefield. But again, so I was, I, I was thinking you know, smugglers trying to get barrels up that hill would be a, a nightmare. If you was if you were a Viking, like landing up there and then run, trying to get up there before anyone just repelled you back down, I know it, it strikes me as one of the hardest places. I mean, on the other, so you've got Chesil Beach, which is difficult to land on because the waves just crash on it. Yeah, it's, it's, and, it, and it gets very very steep very quickly. Yeah, as well. but you've got all of Weymouth Bay, mm-hmm. nice sandy beach. Haven't yeah. You? yeah, yeah. You've got you've got the bit by the castle there that is. Portland and in Portland Harbour, which wouldn't have had walls back then, but that's got to be yeah, yeah. sheltered. Over the other side, you've still got cliffs, but you've got you've got Kimmeridge and you've got Lulworth Cove, and I can see are... I can see why smugglers might want to do it because then you know people might not be yeah. able to see what you're up to up there. But yes, because but... it does point out to sea, doesn't it? So yeah, you're lovely and dark, no one can see you. Yeah, I suppose that's but it is the but anyone who's the, trying to attack anyone accessibility. Yeah, so whoever whoever sort of managed to storm that church and smash it to pieces i would imagine they would have needed a bit of a breather by the time they got to the top of that hill (laughs) (laughs) before they'd done it yes Hmm. so i would say that um i worked on portland for a while um i but i quite soon up because i used to have my own design company and um and quite early early points of that i got a office in a building there, which used to be a secret weapons development um, oh, cool. uh, um, facility. I think you, you visited us there, maybe there. No, not in Portland. No. So it was, um, that's where they used to do like, develop like secret torpedoes and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And it was a, a really, it was a massive um, uh, building. And when you looked at some of the photographs of what it looked like in its heyday, it used to have like a cinema in there and uh, uh, some, all these amazing sort of like drawing areas for like doing all the technical drawing and stuff. They had like the, 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 um, the sort of like the workshops to build all the kind of stuff. And apparently there was a, some big kind of like spy, uh, intrigue where, um, some, uh, either Russian or German spies were, um, infiltrated the facility to see what they were building up there and stuff. But it's, um, very kind of like, uh, I would say, 40s sort of building with we had amazing like wooden parquet flooring and stuff and it was it was great however yeah. it was like right on the other end of portland so and i signed over, up over by the lighthouse yeah so um i signed up for the office and then i got my driving license revoked for driving too fast oh. so i had to go and and uh i got myself a little um 125 scooter <laughs> and I, every day i used to it took me about an hour to get from Dorchester, where I was living at the time, all the way to the other side oh, of Portland. Dear. If it was raining or windy, just going across Chesil Beach, yeah. like at a 45-degree angle, on this, li- this, then going up that hill, 
in Fortune's World to get to the top. It was almost yeah. like, yeah. It's one of those things you look back and what the hell was I doing? But, uh, and then when you get there, um, you get you get French radio because, like, you, you sort of, <laughs> really, it's so far off the bottom of um, the UK. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I think our phone signals went to a French uh, a provider. French, yeah. Um, but it was, a lot of my clients were like in London and stuff and they just loved the idea that I was on a little island and um, <laughs> they could hear seagulls when they... Fairing for your life. Yeah, but it was There's, good. I heard about, uh, I don't know if this is true, there was a chap that lived on Portland and he was in his 80s or something mm-hmm. and he'd never been to the mainland really? once in his entire life. I'm sure he made the news, it was before the Olympics. Yeah, I think um, there was one of the things... I don't know if this is apocryphal or not, but apparently there's a lot of the same families on there. So like on the war memorials, it's like, yeah. it's all crabs or stones. So these are the two names <laughs> which they, they, they got on there. Um, yeah. So that was a really cool building, but I think it's now been turned into uh, a hotel and a school. Eventually oh. it was changed into that, but yeah, it was a, a, an amazing building. Um, but fucking remote. It was, yeah. Bloody hell. But it was one of those things, you, it forced you to stay at work, because by the time you got got there, it was like, all right, you know. Yeah, lock just, yourself in. Lock yourself in, yeah. I just, one time I got so wet going <laughs> over there on my scooter in, in in the rain, I just stripped off to my pants and had all my clothes oh my on God. on all the radiators. So I was just working my pants all day, and then someone knocked on the door, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> I need to get dressed. So that's Portland and Church <sighs> Ope and the, Pirate, the Pirate's Graveyard, which wasn't a graveyard. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I, what, how many stars would you give it on TripAdvisor, David? Um, it's hard to say. I would give it, out of five, I'd have to give it a, a three, but that's being a bit nerdy, isn't it? It really only deserves a two. Okay, let's give it a two. Is it, if you, well, there's two, I would like to get. I would recommend going on a very sunny day or a really horrible sort of like murky night. Over to you, you'll get like a like a nice experience. And we did say how many goths have had sex on that table. <laughs> did we? I don't remember that. Oh, maybe I just said that to my wife and we said, let's come back in when no one else is here. Anyway. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'll leave that in. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Got a question for you. Okay. Why are pirates called pirates? I don't know. Why are pirates called pirates? Because it comes from the German to attack. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was going to be one of your classic jokes. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the thing. See, the joke is, why are pirates called pirates? Because they are. It's like, uh, what does Batman's mum say when it's time for Batman to come in for dinner? Dinner, 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 dinner. Batman. No, 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 she doesn't say anything because she's dead. That's the whole premise oh. of the Batman story, isn't it? That he's uh, an orphan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, on that, well, David drinks his, um, drinks his Jimmy Clocks and um, beer on that bombshell. Until next time, I've been Ross. I'm David. Still am. Happy day. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye bye. Jimmy bites. Bye. It's not natural. If you knows of any weirdness you'd like to share with Dave and Ross, you can tell them by email at darkdarson at gmail.com or talk to them on Twitter at darkdarson. Well, until next time, 
Stay discombobulated. Stay discombobulated. David started talking about his trousers before I hit record. <laughs> no, I'm going to take them off now. If you're going to, if you're going to take the pants. No, I'm not going to take record, the pants. I'll, I'll be trousers. Tell me. I have I have ridiculous trousers on. I can't believe I bought them. I can't believe I've kept them. It's the first time I've worn them. And I thought, they look so ridiculous. They must make up for them being incredibly comfortable, but they're not. Oh, okay. So they're, and they're really, they're really loud. <laughs> they're really loud. Colourfully can't loud. See, I can't take shorts. You're going to walk see. off? Well, that's because you're, you're short. All right. Yeah. It always worry when a man starts tilting his camera downwards. Yeah. Oh, oh, interesting. They got a very low um, gusset. <laughs> that's just me. That is. <laughs> maybe that's what makes them uncomfortable. Maybe you start pulling them up, flipping. Heck, what's going on? <laughs> they look like the cover of. Um... Aren't they bad? Well, I don't know. Maybe on a younger man. Re- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they look like the cover the of that. Um... On a bonfire. What's, what's that famous band? Oh, that famous band would be uh, Joy Division. Joy Division. It looks like the Joy Division cover. Yeah, the T-shirt, the album cover. (sighs) But yeah, yeah. So that's bad. Um, I've also uh, taken your feedback from the sound not being too good last time. You said I needed to raise, elevate my microphone. Yes. So I had this to start with. And talking into it would help as well. (laughs) This is a huge glass bell jar for growing kind of a... A terrarium. A, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And I, that was too high. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like gold looks too much. So I've got this, which I thought was some kind of um, glass flower vase. Caroline says she bought it in a charity shop years ago, and it was labelled as a wine carafe. But I have a suspicion it could be something you pee in. Piss into it, yeah. It does... Like, yeah, that is. It. Yeah, that's a sample <laughs> jar, isn't it? So, um, yeah, that's but good. the microphone's right in front of my face now. Well, almost. It could probably go up oh, a little bit higher, but um, you know, I could put it on that. But I don't think we're being safe. 